Jenny, I love you, mm. but I am done, I think, taking your advice when it comes to what to watch on Netflix. But also, I'm going to stop eating Starburst right before we start a podcast. It was a terrible idea. Terrible idea on your part. But we keep it real. I'm keeping it real. It was a very good Starburst. Did you get pink? Mm-mm. Uh-uh. Light, regular red, dark red? It was dark red. Dark what red. is it? Looks like pomegranate. Fruit punch. Fruit punch. Mm. There you go. Okay, anyway, what? Now what? Why? Welcome to the Morning After Podcast. Mike Keller, Jenny Matthews, Producer Tater. Um, you and I just, as is, is similar as we are, There, we do have some differences. And what you find interesting, I just sometimes don't find interesting. And this is very up your alley. It's very true crimey. And I gave it a shot. But the Tinder Swindler on Netflix, I watched, watched the whole two-hour thing last night. Mm-hmm. It just... I mean, I'm not saying that it's not a shocking story. I'm saying it's not original. Like, people are getting swindled everywhere all the time. This one just happened to be caught and turned into a Netflix special. Okay, I have to be honest. I'm surprised that you're kind of blowing it off as just like, oh, it was just another swindle story. Tater, you watched it as well, correct? Yeah, I finished it last night. This guy... Okay, I guess I should say spoiler alert. I mean, if you if you haven't watched it or... If you don't want to know what happens, I mean, we're going to talk all about it. Okay, so. I, if you clicked on this podcast, literally the title of the podcast is The Tinder Swindler. Right, you, so just, you it, know. It, come on. Yeah, it's it's really popular right now. But, um, okay, so the thing is, so this guy, you know, he swindles these women out of money, which can we just talk about that for a minute? You know, he goes on, he, he goes on these elaborate dates with these women and, mm-hmm. you know, five-star hotels and amazing meals. I mean, clearly, like, he's whining and dining them and showing them a very good time. And, and 69ing them. And, probably. And showing <laughs> that he's got a lot of money. You definitely know that this guy's wealthy. And then within days, he's asking them for money. No, it's not within days. There are some... I, I remember well, seeing some. on there... No, there were some they didn't... He waited, like, eight months to ask for money. I don't think it was eight months. It was a couple months. Well, whatever. Go. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it was five minutes later. He's asking these women for money, and it was like, my enemies are after me. You know, I need help and, and give me money. And these women were taking out loan upon loan, and, I mean, it was hundreds of thousands of dollars for some of them. And and some people are like, what stupid women? Listen, it's really easy to get wrapped up, and I can see how it happens. In hindsight, all of the women are kicking themselves. But the whole thing that was mind-blowing to me is that this guy only served a couple months in jail once he got caught. He's free. And I don't know if you know this part of the story. He wants a career in Hollywood. He's trying to make it. That Okay, I'll give you that. The ending was pretty shocking. That He served five months in prison. Yes. He's out, and the women are still in debt. Yes. And he's out there living a luxurious lifestyle, driving around in Ferraris and Lamborghinis and the nice watches and everything, and that, and I don't know. Maybe, maybe this is just a unique way I look at it, but I'm, I'm wondering how these women fell for this guy. Well, yeah, I knew it's the money because it's dang sure not the way he talked. This guy, I'm sorry, and I'm saying this as someone who speaks for a living. This guy, when he talks, sounds like an idiot. Yeah, <laughs> he he sounds stupid when he talks. I hear you. But you got to look at they're looking at all the Gucci clothing and this, you know, the air, the private jets and the cars and the money. And there are women that that's just really super appealing to so they can get caught up in all of that and forget about what's actually in front of them. The first he, woman, her friends warned her, this guy's got a lot of money. He makes it quick. You need to be real about what he potentially does for a living. Oh, for sure. But I can see how some women would totally fall for all of this. I can see it. Um, he has signed with a talent manager. He wants to write a book. He wants to star in a dating show. He wants to host a dating podcast. 
um, he's got big plans. And literally, he signed with somebody in Hollywood. Now, these women, I don't know, probably not. I did. I follow them now on Instagram. They're trying to get their own slice of fame as well, which honestly, I'm rooting for them. The one has a GoFundMe, trying to recoup some of the money. I'm here for it. She needs to. She's $250,000 in Amex debt. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's wild. What did you think, Tater? So I have a couple um, things I wanted to talk about. It. So A, from a guy that has been talking to a couple girls at once, if this dude has a handful of ladies at one time, how are you keeping them all straight? Because he's saying things to them and talking to them specifically. He did on a couple occasions kind of say almost the same thing to each other, but yeah. he's saying the names maybe. And like, I don't know how you didn't slip up. You know? I think, well, because for a lot of them, I think there was a part in there where they tell you he was basically copying and pasting yeah. the same things, which is probably the way to go. Hey, I think the bodyguard, Peter, had a lot to do with that. I bet yes. you Peter kind of kept a schedule and kept an arrangement and said, hey, at, at this point, we need to text this girl and tell her this. And then at this point, we need to text this girl and tell her this. That bodyguard needs to be charged, though. I mean, come on. They were in it together. It was a scheme. It was a scam. All of it. I cannot understand for the life of me how both of them are not in prison. I, I, I don't mind that they're not in prison, but the fact that he's rolling around in this, he's back right back to a luxurious lifestyle, I would like to see him have to pay them a lot of money or even just pay off their debts. Hey, guess what? I'm going to, it would be cool if, like, and the law doesn't work this way, but it would be cool if the like, financial courts could just go, whoosh, this is now your debt, you son of a gun, and the the women are debt free. Oh, for sure. Like that that to me would be real justice, but I certainly understand that's not how the letter of the law works. But then I'm also trying to think about the letter of the law. And yes, like obviously he's a con man, but he these women were doing this for him. They were getting the loans and giving him the money by their choice. Now, granted, they were being completely scammed and lied to. But you do wonder if there's anything legally. I mean, well, they, they, clearly there's not. I mean, he did a little prison time, but that, that's it. I don't know. I thought it was awesome. I loved it. And I honestly can't wait to see what happens next with this story. I mean, at the end, whenever they said everything he did, he forged checks and he forged passports. And I mean, that's got to be illegal. And he did it in multiple countries. You can't tell me he can't get extradited to the other countries and serve there because only doing five months and he did all that and they have proof that he did i mean what the hell that's the problem i have with that he swindled over 10 million dollars from his alleged victims before his arrest but he did just a little in each country like it's very smart the way i'm and i'm not condoning the man's behavior i'm simply saying he was very smart about how he went about it and at the end of the day, again, I'd like to see him have to pay the money back. The jail time doesn't bother me. I can't stress that enough. Because at the end of the day, the man is not a violent criminal. And I think those are the people who belong in the longer terms. Or the, like if he, were, if he were potentially hitting these women, okay, yeah, then he needs to go away for a long time. Okay, but he was threatening these women. Yeah, his threat. Listen to him. Again, he can't even form complete sentences. You don't take his threat seriously. <laughs> hey, I do, you long time. Okay, Shut wait, up, no, well... Listen, these women bought into what he was saying. I disagree with that. He was threatening them. That one girl was scared to death. He's like, he knows where I live. My mom lives. I mean, and then and literally they think this guy has all this power and money because it's all part of the illusion. They don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's threatening. I think it's terrible. And I, I'm like furious that he's still out there in the world doing this. I don't know how he's getting his money, though, now, because clearly he's still living that lifestyle because he's been banned from every dating site. And he's probably thanking Netflix right now. A lot of. Publicity, like yeah, you, uh, congrats! You 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 exposed him for what his scheme is, but now you've made him famous, and now he's hired a Hollywood agent. Shout out to the last one. If there was one part of that show where I really did hoot and holler, it was she was like, "Yeah, let me get all your clothes and sell them for you for money." 
My awesome. Dying. My I was favorite like, yeah! part. My favorite part of the entire thing. I was like, oh my god, this is so great. She was ironing up and selling all these Gucci and Versace clothes. It was that was fantastic. And even though I think what she say, she recap recouped maybe like ten thousand dollars or so yeah. with that stuff. Good for her. Hey man, I hope he was running around naked in those hostels, <laughs> that piece of trash. I know. Hey, also that guy's a d- sharp see, I just don't like the guy. Like I just Well no like, one does. Well, right. The guy has terrible taste in glasses. And like he takes he takes selfies like a teenage girl. I'm like, dude, you are like 35 years old. You shouldn't take. I'm in the ambulance with my with my bodyguard. Let me take a selfie with blood on my shirt. Like who does that? Well, who does that? Any of this? But they all bought it. And actually, I'm gonna disagree. I liked his style and I liked his glasses a lot. I thought I, I, he was very charming. He I just, can see how these he, women totally fell the, for the it. The amount of selfies. He, no. Uh, maybe I'm just in a different culture here in America. It's different over there in Europe. Maybe they're just little pansies over there. But like Sarah, like the way he took his little, just taking his little selfies. I'm like, you are a grown man. Stop taking selfies like that. But it was all part of his thing. That's how he Whatever. rolled. What's yeah. up, Tater? Well, I'm just saying, I think uh, the reason why he did that in the ambulance is so he can have ammunition to do this to multiple women and say, we got attacked, you know, and, and he can do it in different timelines. Mm-hmm. But also, you know. Uh, you know who, who's be- in the back of an ambulance with their be- with their best friend, <laughs> bloody, with a, uh, the stitches in his skull, taking selfies? That kind of guy. Seriously. Because well, he, he's a douchebag and he's a scam artist. Yes. He's a professional scam artist. I just want to. I just want to. Be, I, I you, watch a lot of UFC. I just want to beat him up. You know what? I, I am amazed, though, like at the balls it takes to do that to to live that life like the lack of a soul it takes to do that i'm so serious and to swindle these women and just to go from one to the next to the next to the next and just keep doing it. i mean like i said 10 million dollars worth of scams i'm just amazed that some people don't have a conscience at all he clearly doesn't have a conscience how in the world does he sleep at night i i hope somebody hits him in the head with a baseball bat it's gonna happen i'm sorry and i'm, I'm sorry that's the way i feel that violence is never the answer that yeah I would like to see him struck in the head with a baseball. Well, bat. it's probably going to happen because look, he's everybody knows who he is now. His pictures out there, and I don't know. What I don't understand is the guy that he was saying he was the son of. That guy should sue him from defamation of character because oh. he's using his last name. Yes, and he's a, a diamond guy that's got to put a tarnish on your name, right? Oh, totally. Because like, where the hell did all that come from? Hey, I'm never buying from LLD Diamonds. <laughs> I'm buying from Diamonds Direct. Tell, Tell him Mike, Mike Keller, Keller sent you. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Oh my gosh! Well, well, I really enjoyed it. I'm I'm bummed that you didn't. I thought you would, but I know what you can see why I liked it of because course. I love true crime and but it was right up my alley. Jenny, it blows my mind. It doesn't blow my mind. Actually, I understand it. That you and I, we just have to remember we have different likes. Yeah. I watched an incredible bout of UFC fights Saturday night. Mm-hmm. I could tell you all about it. I guess Jenny, watch this fight. Even the best fight of the year. You wouldn't care. Okay. You'd be like that's that's fine. But here's where you really threw me. You and I both have a deep, deep love for Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Mary J, even Kendrick Lamar for me. I don't, I don't have a huge love for I know Kendrick. You don't. I have, I have, a, I have a good, I have a professional respect for Kendrick. He is very good at what he does for a living. We were so excited about this halftime show, whether or not the Chiefs were in the Super Bowl or not. Like we were so pumped for the halftime show, yes. and. When we talked after it happened, and I was convinced this is the best of all time. Like, everybody's like, oh, no, Princess was the best. Princess was great. But to me, this was the best halftime show of all time. It was everything I wanted it to be. I wanted it to be longer. I wanted more of it. But it That's was, what she said. Right? But it was incredible, and I loved every single thing about it. And then I talked to you, thinking that you and I are just going to be, like, two best girlfriends gabbing about this amazing thing, and you were not on the same page. I... I don't know what's wrong for you. And I want you to know, if you enjoyed that halftime show, I'm jealous of you. I hate myself for how I feel about the halftime show. And I put this on my Facebook page, but if we're not Facebook friends, no worries. But 
in eighth grade, my hair was bleach blonde and combed forward, okay? I was Stan in the Eminem music video, okay? Eminem was everything to me. So I'm a fan. And I am, and when it was announced, my jaw hit the floor. I couldn't believe it. I know. But there's something about a Super Bowl halftime show that, yeah, you're going to get the hits, but I, I guess my expectations for a Super Bowl halftime show are as I want to be surprised. You know, we had rumors about the Tupac hologram mm. potentially coming out, but I think it was too light. I think we because it was too light it in the day dark to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and they gave us 50 Cent, which was a nice surprise. Shout out 50. And by the way, he ain't fat. He's no. built. He's just a big dude. I, though, maybe was a little disappointed that he was the surprise, only because, and I like 50 Cent, but only because I really thought it was going to be Rihanna. I know she's pregnant, but I thought like they would, he, she and Eminem would do Monster. Ooh. She even has a song with uh, Kendrick Lamar, so I thought maybe there would be something with Rihanna. I just thought that was right. going to be a surprise. Yeah, 50, a great surprise. Great. Um, but other than that, it was, I guess... I, I like to be surprised. I like to be shocked, and and I'm not and I'm not a guy who can predict a whole lot of things. Like I, I couldn't, but that was so. Yes, the artists were great, and everyone did a great job. But it was very cookie cutter. Like it, it was just it was just average. Okay, like but everything, hold on. It was they played the hits, and that's what you're supposed to that's do. That's what you're supposed to do. You I want know, to appeal to everybody. I know you do, but that's because you're like a deep cut fan of Eminem. I mean, you want you know, I wanted him to do Rap God too, but he didn't. Um, I think it's just it gave everybody what I feel like it was for everybody. It, it gave everybody a little slice of what made me us love those artists to begin with. I would have liked to have seen more collaboration. I would have liked mm-hmm. to see Eminem and Dr. Dre together. We had Dre and Snoop there at the beginning, and I'm like, here we go. Like I want yeah. I want pairings. You know, Eminem and Kendrick Lamar, I think, have a song together. Like, like I want some more pairings, I, I but, like, know. everyone just... And then, like, 50 did one song. Kendrick did one song. Eminem did one song. And then it was back to Dre and Snoop again. By the way, hilarious. And people... There are people who are genuinely shocked at the fact that Snoop was caught smoking pot in the middle of the set of the oh, halftime. Oh, he was? Oh, yeah, he was. Oh, i you know, like, It was, like, that two-story house. <laughs> yeah. So, apparently, he was on that second story, but there was, like, these stairs yeah. to go down. He kind of just kind of ducked. So he was kind of between levels and no one could see him while like Eminem was rapping or something. And he just took a big old puff. I didn't even notice. And I'm like, well, I didn't either. I saw it on the internet the oh, next day. Right. But everyone was like, and like the headline, Snoop Dogg caught smoking weed at the Super Bowl. Uh, like, oh my God. In other news, the sun is hot. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, I'm not really surprised by that at all. Um, yeah, I just, I loved it. It was nostalgic. I would love to see a tour. Can you imagine now if you're they talking. all toured together? Now you're talking. Now, And I'm going to, some some critiques that I think are fair. I wouldn't have mind minded maybe a few less people. Like, I could have just done a Dre Snoop M. Oh, 100%. And then that way we could have gotten a few oh, no, more I songs. Oh, Mary J. Oh, Mary my gosh. Mary J killed it. She was so good. She was so good. And um, But she got two songs. Eminem only got one. I didn't time it out to see if they got the exact same amount of time. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. But if they would have, like, Kendrick. I, I never, I don't really understand. I guess I think, yes, I do. I think they brought Kendrick in for the younger audience because, you know, we got all of us millennials. That, that was the millennial halftime show. No, mm-hmm. no doubt about it. And I think maybe Kendrick was brought in there for, for those, like, in their 20s instead of their 30s. And I, I Although I, I really enjoy him. I, I would have liked to have heard a song I knew. I didn't Sit know down. the one he sang. Yeah, be humble. Humble. yeah. I would have liked to have heard something I'm familiar. But whatever. I thought just I thought it was great. I know. And again, I'm sorry. Like, I hate that I feel this way, but I also can't help how I feel. And Tater, I, did you like it? Like I don't even know if that's your thing. I mean, I grew up listening to rap. I I didn't listen to country growing up, so for me it was um nostalgic. I don't I, think any of us did. 
No, I, yeah. I honestly don't think so. So, I mean, I listened to all that, and I was a fan of Eminem. Actually, funny story about Eminem. When he first came out, you heard edited versions of his songs. I bought his first album, and I thought he cussed too much, and he was too vulgar, so I sold it to <laughs> someone down the road from me. Thinking about that now, I just laugh at myself because so I, I I love yeah I know right, <laughs> but no I love all the stuff he does that's unedited. But I think Kendrick Lamar should have been left out. That's just honestly me. I don't think he is a disciple of Dre, so I understand why there's a connection there. But I honestly don't think I needed that at all. Fifty Cent was a surprise. No, he is not fat. He's built. It's what been 15, 20 He's years since He's he came fluffy. out. Well, I mean, no, because he was upside down, so all that <laughs> blood was rushing to his head, so his face looked fat because he no, was he upside was, down. Yeah, he wasn't yeah. Fat. And then, which by the way, I don't think enough people realize that was a nod of the Into Club music video when I first came. He was upside right. down, like they were building the perfect rapper or something like that. Yeah. So that was a nod of that music video. You that was very good. On that note, though, about like too many f bombs, and you know, you sold it because it was too cussy. <laughs> it's yeah. funny though. Have you ever like there's songs on the radio? Obviously, not really country because I can't think of too many country songs that have f bombs in it. But um, pop music, and you'll you know you'll you'll enjoy the version that's on the radio, and then I'll go to get it on Apple Music or whatever, and it's got all the f bombs in it. And I'm like, I don't really like this as much. So it doesn't need it. When they creatively replace the cuss words, yeah. they don't realize that sometimes it's actually a more creative, better version. Yeah. I prefer that sometimes, but anyway, I, I loved it. I thought it was great. Any predictions uh, for next year? Who's I, it going to be next year? Look, I'm going to I'm going to say this, and this is not just because I work at a country station. It's because this particular person already has a great relationship with the NFL. It's he, he's been around long enough where he's got hit after hit after hit. It would be incredible. The fact that Kenny Chesney hasn't done a halftime show yet I is ridiculous. Know. I agree. And is it where's it going to be next year? Dallas. Is that right? Because that would you, make a lot of sense. I, I can't confirm that. Um, Tater, will you confirm that, please, mm-hmm. or where the Super Bowl is at next year? Um, but if it is in te- if I'm right, Texas, I could even see uh, Texas would be a great time to do a country halftime show, be it Kenny, or if they want to go more Texas, if they want to go like George Strait mm-hmm. from there on down, you know, and add a bunch of Texans in there too. But the cool thing is, do that and do a country halftime show. I think it would be awesome. But, you know, throw in, uh, there's always collaborations, you know, mm-hmm. throw in, have Marin Morris as a part of it because she has done many pop collaborations just to give everybody a little something. A little, why don't you just meet me? Right in the middle in the of that? Middle. Mm-hmm. Here we go. I know a lot of people were mad that it was right around Valentine's Day. It looks like it's going to be February 12th and it's going to happen in Arizona. Oh, Arizona. So Blake Shelton, a huge Arizona Cardinal fan. Okay. I have no idea why. He's from Oklahoma. Yeah, I wonder why. But, well, I mean, Oklahoma doesn't have a pro team. So you could do Blake. You could have Gwen. You get a little country. You get a little pop, huh? And maybe then Gwen does a little No Doubt stuff. Oh, my gosh. And then maybe, maybe you, oh, you know what? Because it was just on NBC, so it's not going to be on NBC for another three years. But NBC maybe would have been smart to do a, maybe like a voice Super Bowl. Gwen, but we've Blake had, Shelton. We had Maroon 5, though. Mar- you know? They're not going to do that. I hear you. Okay. It needs to be Kenny. Like, mm-hmm. it, it, it needs to be. Kenny Chesney halftime show would be incredible, but I don't know. Because I don't know any huge artists from Arizona, unless they got, like, the uh, the Eagles. Uh, what was it? I don't know. In Tucson, Arizona. Or, uh, I don't to know. Take it easy. He has a, some, somewhere in Arizona, and somebody is yelling at me in the podcast right now, but he's got that song about... Arizona, the Eagles do, but yeah, I think Kenny's the perfect know. fit for the Super Bowl. I mean, we've all seen him at Arrowhead. He puts on an incredible show. Mm. I think another person that would be good would be maybe him and Darius because Darius is a mm. big time NFL fan, mm. and I think that Darius has enough hits. Obviously, if they did Hootie, oh my god, and can then you imagine? 
Darius and Kenny. I mean, I don't know why Kenny would fit in there. I think Darius could do it just the Hootie and, and his Darius Rucker songs. Could you imagine the, the 90s halftime show? The Hootie and the Blowfish, <sighs> Matchbox 20. Stop it. Third, Third Eye, Eye Blind. <laughs> Sister Hazel. Oh, my gosh. Maybe a little, oh, maybe, maybe a little Sugar Ray in there. Uh, a little uh, yes. Boy, oh, boy. Alanis. Ooh. I'm here for that. What a good idea. And what are they all doing now anyway? Come on. Well, look, as as a millennial, it's my time to shine. Okay, yeah. so now I'm the now I'm, I'm glad that there are 20 year olds complaining that the halftime show was too old because I was tired of seeing the the, the who the who I know. And, and I'm and Jenny, you brought it up earlier, and I'm sorry. I do not care about Prince one lick. I thought Prince's music is terrible, and I thought it was a bad halftime well, show. Well, see, I'm a little and older a than gi- you. And he, and he for really had a giant dong shadow. Like, stop it. Were you 12? Uh, yeah, but I, I'm older than you, and Prince was so magical. Like, yeah, that... Mm. I don't get Prince. I don't get Prince like I don't get the Beatles, but I think it is just because it's it was... It's just because you didn't grow up with it, that's yeah. all. Yeah, I loved it. But anyway, um, I just was surprised. I was surprised. Oh, my God, we would do- are we still best friends? We disagreed about the Tinder swindler. We're disagreeing about the halftime show. I like what it. What else do we want to disagree about? I, I think we it, it grows a friendship when you have things that you can disagree, but I respect your opinion on. I am. Well, I respect I am your so, opinion. I am I, like because I know that I am so happy that you enjoyed it. I'm grateful that you don't feel the way I did because because just like I know that you probably feel a little bad for me because you know I wanted to feel the way you did about the halftime show when it didn't happen. You know that sucks for him. See, now, though, I'm going to be afraid to recommend things to you. Like, I'm going to be... Probably for the best. Probably just never do it again. I'm going to be obsessed with the show. Because the shows you've had me watch, I've been very into. Ted Lasso, season one. That's about where I ended it. but, uh, But I told you, season two is worth powering through. But I also understand if you don't, because you guys talk, we, you know, we've had the debate many times about Breaking Bad mm-hmm. and how for me, I need one episode and it better hook me in the first episode or it's not going to get it. And for me, Breaking Bad didn't do it. Defending Jacob, I thoroughly enjoyed. Well, that was a that's a true crime case. I, I mean, that was, that was, that was easy pickings there. Have you watched The Morning Show yet? Not yet. Everyone is telling me to watch that. I don't know what's wrong with me. I hey, haven't done it yet. You, you you need to do it. I'll tell you why. Because we've been watching Encanto on repeat at my house to where my daughter knows every word to every song. And like, it's always stuck in my head now. It's such a good movie. You know what? I'm going to tell you, any, anybody who's listening who is, who is, you're old enough to be a parent, but you're not. That's okay. And also... My wife and I, anytime there's a new movie put out on Disney Plus, you bet we sit down and mm-hmm. watch it. And I'm here for it. Uh, Luca was the one before that. Really good. We love that. Encanto, we watched by ourselves like Saturday night, bowl of popcorn, and we watched Encanto and, and we loved it. Like I know what we haven't discussed yet. Didn't you see the new J Lo movie? You don't why why you <laughs> You saw I, I I didn't. Tanner, Jenny, did you see the new J Lo movie? No, I would I would Jenny, like to watch it because I think J Lo is very sexy, and I think Owen Wilson to me is a good actor because of other movies he's done. J Lo so. is I'm gonna say it right now, perfection. Mm. Like she's perfection. You know, but I I've told you this before. On days you wash your hair, mm. sometimes I get my Jennies mixed up. Okay, are, are you from the block or are you it. Matthews? I don't even know which one you oh are. My but then, but then you talk to me and you don't have the Latina accent. I'm like, okay, yeah, that's that's Jenny. Matthews. And then I turn around and my butt doesn't nearly as good. As <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, hold on. You're gonna try to throw me on the bus here, but I'm gonna flip it because I am a fantastic husband. I'm not good at much, but I'm a good husband. I know you are. And so Katie had she didn't want a whole lot because we're not huge Valentine's Day people. We're not huge holiday and Halloween like those those like secondary Christmas huge. Mm-hmm. And I say Fourth of July is huge as well. But other than that. A lot of the holidays just weren't, we were like, okay, like whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But Valentine's Day was Monday, and she wants. She's like, let's do this because she didn't feel like cooking. And so I kind of looked at her and I was like, what if we went to Taco Bell? And she's like, babe, because I know that's the love language. So we went to Taco Bell. And this is why I'm jealous of your relationship, uh, and though, then, by the And way. then she's like, I want to watch, but I do want to watch that J-Lo movie that's on, it's on Peacock, I think. If you can, and so um, so that's what we did. We got, we went and got Taco Bell. We ate and we sat down. It's, it's Owen Wilson, J-Lo. It's called Marry Me. Right. Uh, base of the story is that this uh, J-Lo is a pop star, right? Stro- shocker. Shocking. Uh, and then the, the guy, she's, she's supposed to marry this dude like live on stage, but then they find out that he cheated on her. And so... Oh, wait, you're giving it away and I haven't seen no, it yet. No, it, well, no that's, it, that's in the preview. Okay. And so she randomly picks... The name of the song is called Marry Me. She randomly picks Owen Wilson in the crowd who's holding a sign that says Marry Me that actually his daughter made. And she goes, yes, and brings him up on stage and literally marries him right there. And then and then like tries to figure it out. It's a, it's a wild... Okay, Story. I want to watch that. And you know who will love it? My husband. Oh my God. He hey, loves rom-coms. Look... I don't want to say it. Just say it. Mm. I enjoyed the hell out of the movie. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Yes. It was a good movie. Good it was for good. You. And then, and, and look, you know how every rom com goes. <laughs> yeah, right. They meet up. There's the great, then there's the, you watch them fall in love with each other, and then Drama. something bad happens. Right. And then if one of them magically runs back to oh, the other I one at the it, end. Hey, when we, got, when we got to the part where <laughs> one ran back to the other Wait, and said, it's every rom com. I don't give away. Okay, okay. At the good part, right? At the hey, right? Hey, I like water did not form, but I did feel some emotion in the soul. <laughs> good. I was like, I'm so happy this. Uh, I'm so happy this particular event happened. They end up together. Oh, oh my no. God! Stop. Totally I know the, the end of a rom com. They end up together. I know that's such a spoiler. We actually need to rename this podcast "Spoiler Alert." <laughs> that's the new name. Yeah, put it in parentheses. Ah, oh uh. <sighs> hey, that was a good movie, though. That you know what? Speaking of my wife, I'm actually very proud of her. I'm very pumped for her right now. We're at a very exciting time in her life because she started a, a brand new job earlier this week, Yay, and, I'm, and I'm very, very pumped for her. And and here's the thing: the old company she was at was fine. It was fine, but there was no room for growth, and my wife is not one to settle, except for me, which is hilarious. But she she has to be in a place where she can potentially grow, where she can do big things, and eventually make some more freaking money. Yeah, I mean, got to make some money. And this place that she was at before just wasn't. It's nothing against the organization. It was fine. It was the way it was structured. There was no room for her to grow. And she's like, well, then I, I want to go to a place where I can grow. And a um, couple interviews. I mean, I mean, she went on like several interviews and, and killed it, but it just wasn't, it, it gets frustrating because you start doubting yourself, but it's just not the right fit. Even if you're a great potential employee, but mm-hmm. just for this potential role, you're just not it. When I tell you that she, I, I think when she described the job that she is going to do now, I think she is absolutely perfect for it. And it doesn't help that, or it does help that now I can actually swindle her for tickets. You know, us working at the radio station, she always gets to go to the free concerts because she's my wife. The concert swindler. Yeah, exactly. Now, apparently you're going to be seeing me a lot at old uh, Children's Mercy Park because my wife is the newest employee of Sporting Kansas City. Yay, Katie! I'm so happy for her. She was so excited when she got the job. And um, just to see her getting all ready yesterday for her first day. Of course, we FaceTime with her in the morning and and got to see her. And she's just so excited. Like, first day of school. Yeah, and the first, and what's interesting is I can't, you know, how was your first day? And it's there's there's nothing good to say about a first day. It's all paperwork. It's yeah. HR stuff. Da 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 da. Real, I hope I'm allowed to share this, but it was really cool because I guess they asked her her uh, her shoe size, 
which I thought was interesting. But I mean, they are a soccer club, so mm-hmm. that makes sense. But I guess they got these really cool like Adidas shoes that because Adidas is you know that's who makes the uniforms for sporting and. But I guess they all wear these really cool uh, shoes on game day. Like all the whole staff wears these really cool, really nice Adidas shoes. I so. love it. And I'm like, hey, can I, can I, can I? And she's like, no. Like, I'm I'm literally hitting her up for, like, everything. I oh, want tickets. I want merch. I'm going to be wearing nothing but track jackets from well, here on out. you know what? You take her home some Q104 stickers, and I bet anything is possible. Yeah. You know? Give her some of our merch. Yeah. <laughs> just to show she's, her what we've got. She's dying for it. A koozie. We did just get another St. Jude t-shirt. Maybe I'll give her a St. Jude t-shirt. There you go. Butter her up. Problem solved. I'm no. so happy for her. That's so good. And, it, you know, it is true. Like, and everybody can get very comfortable in a job because you know what you're doing. You've done. I was that way at mix 93 for all those years you know I loved it but I was definitely at a place where I was I was restless I wanted more you know everybody wants to I don't know just a little more right Mm -hmm. so then I was happy to have this because this was like a total reinvigoration of my entire career like got to do something totally different doing mornings like you know really getting to um I don't know just grow and, and get back to the country format and I think it's important to do that. I think that people can get very, very complacent. I'm guilty of it too, you know, very comfortable. I feel the same way too, because although technically my role didn't change mornings on Q104, but when this this all happened, it went from my old co-hosts to me and you, it went from our old studio to a brand new studio that was built for us here in Westport. And at the same time, I moved out of my apartment into my house. I'm within a two-week span, yeah. I'm telling you, within 14 days, Jenny Matthews, new house, new studio. It was a whole different job, but it's the same job. And then what did we get? A pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> we got the whole world to change. No, but, you know, I just, I do think it's important to change it up. So my husband right now is creating a company. I can't say much about that at all because it's not finished yet, but he's in the process of, of starting a company. And um, it's really neat to see him get to, and especially to be creative because when it's your own thing, you can do what you want to do. He is loving the creativity and just that he can make this whatever he wants it to be. And I'm excited for him. Um, but it's nerve wracking. Like, was Katie nervous at all about her first day? Because I know, I mean, I was a nervous wreck before I. I'm I'm sure there were some first day. I, I, everything there's always going to be a first day jitter yeah. for any, for anything you do when you try something new. Um, what's funny? My favorite thing. What I'm kind of gathering, and I haven't met anybody. I look forward to meeting her coworkers and things like that. But what's interesting about it is she went from her old office where she's. So my wife is 30 years old, and everybody in her office, I feel like, was in there mid-40s to 50s, she was the youngest by a lot. And it showed with some of their outdated practices. Anyway, uh, but now at Sporting, a lot of young people work there. She's one of the she's one of the old hens in the sport <laughs> in the sporting KCO. And they're talking about like, hey, Wednesday, we're gonna go out for cocktails after work. And she's like, who wants to go out on a Wednesday? <laughs> My sweatpants are calling. <laughs> she's like, I do not think so. That sounds absurd to me. But she uh but yeah, they they were kind of in, in the downtown area as well, and there's lots of bars and restaurants yeah. right there. And so it's 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 wild to to hear her talk about how these, all these coworkers just want to start going out drinking, and it's like Wednesday, and she's like, uh, I got my I want to go home and hang out with my dogs. See, and that's the beauty I think of getting older is that you know what you want. Like I definitely know you know this about me. I don't really like to go out. I mean, I like like a concert. I'm very excited for Eric Church coming up. Very excited, but like it's a, a very special occasion. There are some people, and I used to be that person. Used to love to go out all the time. Of I just course, don't. And you know, you grow up, you don't enjoy it. But I but I let people know right up front, like. Please invite me, but I never want to go, <laughs> ever. The, there was a time in my life, Jenny, when I lived in a very small town in the state of Illinois that I lived, and I mean lived, 
for Dollar Beer Nights. Yes. On Thursday nights. Yes. At Two Fools Bar in LaSalle, Illinois. Man, every we go, all the buddies, we gather together. At, uh, we, we get there at Two Fools. We play darts and drink Bud Light drafts for a do- And I would bring a $20 bill, and I would be so hammered. Of course. And, 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 and just throw all of the darts all over the place. And it was, it was awesome. Mike, I used to go to the clubs. I lived in South Florida, and my roommate and I would go to the clubs every single night. We knew where to go. We knew which one had the good nights and which one had the deals and whatever. And then I worked at in an office, so I would get I would literally go to bed at 5 in the morning and wake up at 6.30 to go to work. I don't know how I did it. And then I would do it again the next night. Club Jenny sounds hilarious. Club Jenny had a lot of fun, but I, Club Jenny, I could not hang with Club Jenny right now if I wanted to. Club, I would like to, like, I would like to be able to time travel and then it's like, not almost be creepy in a way just kind of like observe yeah observe be a fly on the wall watch club jenny and go <laughs> you're gonna be in bed at 6 30 and 20 like, <laughs> i know i know <laughs> wait, wait till you meet oscar and otis we'll see what kind of club you want to go to then oh my god it is it's wild and i remember like loving it so much and having the best time and thinking i can't believe people just don't want to go out i can't believe people like to sit at home and now I'm like that I think person. For me, it was huge too when I bought my house as mm. opposed to an apartment. Yes. And a, an apartment is just no one wants to be in an apartment because an apartment get, living gets old quick. And but when you're in the sanctity of a house that you saved up and you when you save up money, you buy your house. It's uh. Well, and with your like you said with the dogs, I mean, I don't want to leave them. I always feel bad if I have to leave the dogs for any length of time. I don't know. And even with kids, like our and I, we had some friends over with two couples and their kids over on Friday night. That's kind of how we roll because then the kids all play. We can, adults can sit around, talk, have some drinks. You know, mm-hmm. that's, that's. You prefer to host, don't you? You want everyone to come to you? Um, Not necessarily. I just usually do. I, and I don't really know why. It just ends up that way. Katie's a big hoster. Yeah. Hostess, I guess. I like, I mean, I do enjoy hosting, but I don't, you know, I don't know why. It's, I, I'll go somewhere else. Sharp left. Yeah. We, um, Katie found something at Target the other day and we picked it up. It's for you and you'll get it on your birthday. What? But we potentially found the greatest birthday gift of all time for Jenny Matthews. No way. Guess how much it cost? I, I don't know. Two dollars. One dollar. Two dollars and 99 cents. I can't wait. I, but I have to wait till my birthday. I have to wait till May. You do. You do. Because it's it's one of those, it's it's like when you buy it's like the smart way to shop like you buy Christmas presents yeah. kind of throughout the year yeah. that way you don't have to spend a bunch of money in the holiday season but when Katie Katie FaceTime me and she's like <laughs> are you sitting down and I'm like yes and she's like okay we have to get this for Jenny right and she flips the camera and I was like whoa yeah wait how much is it two ninety nine done oh my god I can't wait to find out what it is and here and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a hint okay. You are going to use it when you host at your house. Okay. Yeah. I can't wait. It's, it's for it's for, it's for when you have parties. It says leave by nine. It I know does it does. <laughs> okay, it says leave by eight. <laughs> no, it does not say leave by nine or leave by eight. It's nothing like that. It's something that you'll put out and your guests will be like, that's awesome. And I can't wait till oh you see gosh, it. Oh my gosh, that's so great. It's so great. Yeah, like the families we had over the other day, speaking of leaving at eight or nine, they had the one has um, a very little, not quite a newborn, but just, you know, a very little baby. And then another one that's just like young toddler. And I'm like, oh, they, they are definitely heading out by 830. Sure enough. <laughs> <That's> terrible. <laughs> but I have some friends and God bless. I love my friends. Right. But there's I had this one particular that you got to like push her out the door. <laughs> you have to say, OK, I'm literally going in my room right now to go to bed. Yeah. Like, Good night. What's the what's the. GIF or meme that's on the internet right now, like it talks about Midwesterners and like the, it's like a question that somebody posed online. It was like, 
how do you tell people it's time to leave but do it in a polite way? And then some, the, one of the answers was like Reddit post. And one of the answers was like, well, in the Midwest, we just, what, we're, you're sitting there, you slap yep. your knee. And say, oh. Get out, well, no, you don't say, oh, you say, well. Well, it's getting late. It's getting late. Uh, and yeah. then that's the hint to every Midwesterner to, to, to roll out and With get out of here. With this one particular friend, I literally have to do that. I have to. I have to shuffle toward the bedroom and just kind of wave like, okay, well, I'll, I'll see you later. Yeah. Last time I was at your house, I remember like looking at the clock and it was like 8.15 and I was like, hey, Katie, we need to mentally start preparing to leave at night. You even said something to me though. You're like, should we start heading out? Oh, right. Because there was that one time, that was summertime. That was yes. fun. We hung out till like 10.30. Oh my God. I because I kept checking in with you like every half hour. I'm like, hey, it's 9.30. And I appreciated the and heck out of that. And you're like, I think I'm still having fun. And I'm like, okay, I am too, but I am ready to roll whenever you tell me and it's And when time. I hit the wall, I was very clear, like, it's time to wrap this up. Let's go. Oh, my God. And I'm like, so yeah, I get it. Hey, you know, I'm sorry I'm still here. Let me just, uh, <laughs> bye. I'm leaving now. That was hilarious. Uh, hey, it'll be interesting. I'm glad we put this podcast out because we might have to put it in place of the morning show tomorrow. So we recorded this. It is, oh, yeah. uh, as, as we're doing this now, it's uh, like, it's, it's 60 degrees right now, mm-hmm. but by midnight, it'll be like 12 and it'll have been raining all night. There's going to be a whole sheet of ice on the road and then potentially six inches of snow on top of it. <laughs> so Fun. we'll see how that works. I actually, I sent an email to the boss about potentially, uh, Lord pray for me, uh, staying in a hotel in Westport tonight. Ooh. <laughs> Do you have your ammunition and your bulletproof vest? Yeah, I might probably need a vest, um, but we'll see what happens. I actually, you know, the first week I lived in Kansas City, I lived in the the AC hotel over there. Oh, did you really? Because, I, I mean, I didn't have a place. Like, I was ready to start, but I was like, I need... And they were ready to put me there for a month, but I found an apartment in a week. Because I'm not... I just, I just, I was like, I knew kind of where I wanted to live. And I was like, I want to, there's an apartment complex. Uh, and then I found a place because I liked the, the unit they, they sold me because a cop lived right downstairs. And I'm like, yeah, if you got to live in an apartment, I'll live next to the cop, please. Sure. Thank you. Cause I knew no one else would want to live next to the cops. So that worked out well for me. But, um, I had somewhere else I wanted to go with that, but I forgot. I don't know. I think it's time to wrap it up. Something quickly I wanted to say. I think Jenny, you need like a. That's all the time we have. Stop it! What? I think Jenny needs to put like a countdown right next to the like front door when people come over, and you just start it. You're like, I think about eight forty-five, nine o'clock. People need to leave and just have a countdown, and people can just kind of mentally like, okay, where's that countdown? Okay, you know what? We (laughs) start doing like the light flicker. You know how some places will just like give you a flash of a light. Time to go. uh, uh, Your ten minute warning. Just tell, just tell, just tell Alexa to set a timer. Last call. <laughs> Have Miles or one of your kids like yell, "Last call, I'll bitches!" Give the bell. Last call. Jeez, that's it. We're done. Bye.